My life used to feel like I was stuck on autopilot, trapped in the same thought loops, worries, and fears. Then something major happened. Enter psychedelics. My name is Kat Walsh, and you're listening to Trip On This. Join me as we journey together into these mysterious realms, discussing everything from personal transformation, otherworldly experiences, and practical at-home tips. Welcome, fellow traveler, to the land of limitless possibilities. Welcome back, my friends. It's your host, Kat. Today's episode of Trip On This is a little bit of an abridged episode. I'm with the musician East Forest. East Forest and I actually had this conversation at Double Blind Magazine's first psychedelic festival called Mycologia. This conversation was powerful, even though it is only about 20 minutes long. For those of you who have sat in a ceremonial context with mushrooms, there is a very high likelihood you have probably heard East Forest's music in that ceremony. East Forest is known for making music for your psychedelic journey, specifically with psilocybin mushrooms. It's beautiful, it's soulful, and we talk about what that process has been for him to create this kind of music and to also carve out this niche, this niche, <laughs> niche or niche, uh, whichever it is, he's done it. And he's doing a lot of really cool things, uh, touring actually as well with Numinous doing a music is medicine tour. So we get all into that. And finally, quick little note, if you are watching this on YouTube, so sorry, there is no video for this episode. So there will just be audio after this. So I hope you all enjoy this episode very much. And with that, please enjoy this next episode with East Forest. East Forest. Thank you so much for being here. We are coming in live from Double Blind's first Art and Music Festival, Mycologia? That's the first time I've heard it out loud. Okay, so so I I mean, I've actually been asking people here, I was like, what is it? And I've heard at least seven different interpretations of this. So all I can say is it's been awesome so far. And this man is performing tonight. So for those that are new to your craft, talk to us a little bit about the type of music that you have really come into in these last let's say three four years what's your focus right now the focus is actually the same thing it's been since the beginning which is now 15 years ago and it's i've always been interested in music that takes you inside yeah um and then how that happens and what you discover in there and as you we, we find it's this infinite landscape mm-hmm. so it's sort of endlessly fun to go there Absolutely. And, you know, I know obviously you've you've made albums around the psychedelic experience. I would love to know what is your relationship to psychedelics and what really then kind of pulled you into wanting to create for a psychedelic experience? Well, psychedelics absolutely cracked the nut of my consciousness um, a few times in my life in such profound ways that they they showed me. through a direct felt experience that that there's more and I was so grateful for that and it was that was so powerful for me because I grew up in a very reductionist rationalist Mm. uh, family and it was a loving family but it just still kind of thought like science was king in a way yeah and I knew in my heart I think we all know in our hearts that there's there's more yeah but I doubted it sure and religion didn't really work for me. I tried many different religions. Okay. 
And you and you didn't grow up that way, so you actually went the religious route first to kind of. My father was an atheist. My mother was agnostic. So okay. maybe they fight about what to believe in. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, they're like, whatever you want to do, you know. Yeah. So uh, I go to. I did the Christian thing for a couple years. It didn't really click. I okay. tried. Okay. I tried the Buddhist thing, you okay. know, and yeah. I, I still have much pre. It's not really a religion. Yeah. Um, I tried different things. I had a lot of Mormon friends, but I was like, this is definitely not for me. Right, right, right. Um, Latter-day Saint, right? Isn't that what they refer to themselves as? Uh, I'm sh- yes, they are. <laughs> the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. indeed. Um, yeah, that's a whole other side story. Point is <laughs> that I had some experiences with psychedelics not until I was in college, and they were really profound. And then I had just a couple other throughout my 20s that they aligned with music in a certain way. That was really, really important. I, it's, it's, you know, these things are hard to describe. Of course. But the, the way the music aligned with the experience was beyond perfection. Mm-hmm. And not my music. And I was like, con- I was almost confused but deeply inspired on like, what is that? And so as I started to have certain experiences later in my 20s, kind of a Saturn return to thing of when yeah. I was in my late, I was, I was discovering ayahuasca for the first time. This is 2008 and meditation. And I was doing all this backpacking and I was living in New York city and I was going up to the Adirondacks and just really expanding, expanding my mind mm-hmm. and my heart tremendously. And all this external collapse in the world. Uh, there was, there was, there was a, that was when we almost, yeah, that was the housing that, that bubble, was right? Pretty much like the world just about fell apart. Wow. Yeah. And you're very ahead of the game with like ayahuasca at that, at that time. You're not hearing that. It was not cool. It wasn't it wasn't really <laughs> None even of this known. Was cool. Yeah. There was, was no Mycologia festival. Right, right, right. <laughs> not, there was it was not cool. But it didn't matter. I I was just really interested in in these experiences that I had had. And so all that external collapse, I think, was mirrored for the sort of an internal collapse. Sure. And there was a ripe opportunity to explore that. And I wanted to make music that would maybe take me in that same way of those experiences I'd had. Mm. So I wanted to reverse engineer that. And I, I, so I just dove into uh, learning about sound healing and whatever I could find out, both modern science but also uh, going to as many indigenous ceremonies as i could to say i'll just listen and you know what is shaman because a lot of those lineages are the same as they've been for a thousand or maybe more years Mm -hmm. same songs same structure of the ceremony and it's like i i said this is i respect this technology they've created i want to learn from it so uh, so i started making music for 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 just me and I stopped trying to make music for anybody else or any other commercial purpose. And uh, I just did that for a year. And then I, I've, that turned into a little ceremony I had with myself just to honor that inspiration of being inspired by mushrooms. Mm-hmm. I took some mushrooms and I listened to this music and my life changed. Yeah. And could you now hear here we notes? Are. Could you hear notes differently? I have a friend of mine who's a. a a musician and he said that it was when he started to listen to music on psychedelics it was as if he heard a level of like the scale that was not there for him it's almost like he was able to access sounds and ideas that for him w- weren't there before and he was a very trained musician did you find that at all in your own yeah it's work? even more than that i mean the music becomes the sonic architecture that you are in in mm-hmm. a psychedelic space they uh, i've heard it called the hidden therapist 
it it is way more than people give it credence for. Yeah. I, I think it very much directs the experience itself. It can call forth in a metaphysical way the spirits and the energies themselves. But on the most fundamental level, it it is a very powerful element to shaping the journey. Totally. So uh, it's way beyond hearing notes. I'm like in the notes. Right, <laughs> like, right, It's right. like these spaces I'm in that is the music, and that is the room I'm in essentially mm -hmm. for like this scene of that song. It, ta it takes me to one of my questions for you is just around the creative process because as you, for instance, the music for Mushrooms album, right? That's yeah. that's a four-hour journey now. Five-hour five yeah. journey. And I, I'll go into that, but a five-hour journey into this experience, what was the creative process for you? Like, were you having to put yourself into a state? Like, what would this be? Was it coming to yeah, you? No, was so it channeled? What is this? All, all the ceremony albums that I've released, and there's Music for Mushrooms in, and there's albums like Spores, mm -hmm. Crystal Starship, Music to Die to, Music to Be Born to. These are all recorded in mushroom ceremonies. Oh, really? Yeah, and in those ceremonies... Which may happen tonight. I don't know. You know, I don't mm -hmm. know. I don't know what t tonight will be. Yeah. Uh, but the music is not a performance as I see it. It's it's a uh, improvisation. Mm -hmm. So uh, you're. I, I hate. I'm, I don't like the word channeling because it has a lot of baggage. But sure. it's more like it's improvisation. Like it, you you you're just allowing what wants to come out in the moment. So in that sense, flow. Yeah. It's it's stuff. It's music being born. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is what you're hearing. Totally. I have never played those songs again. I don't know how. Really? A couple of them, a couple I had to go back and I had to figure it out. And it's difficult because so I wanted to play it like in my other sets, like when I play like a, a theater or just a regular yeah, yeah, venue. Yeah. That's different. Okay. But the mushroom ceremony stuff. So that's what those albums are. Whereas my studio work, like the Ram Das album yeah, or, yeah. or my that. album Possible, mm -hmm. those are different. That's yeah. more like more thoughtful you, mm. you're adding things you bring a string player in you write parts it's a very very different process of creation so okay you were saying like i created this for myself i one year you made this for yourself at what point you're right the first record was it was for you I mean, it's almost like i didn't know what I, I didn't know what i was making well well I, and I, who, who knew what you were giving birth to i but, had no idea but then it became something very special something that people myself included have had very big journeys on when did, did when did you like when did it cross and you're like maybe people would like this when did you decide to start sharing it and then how did that progression go from 2008 we were doing just private circles uh no public performances for six years or so wow so it's a long time of just developing a protocol and a process and a musical lexicon and that was it and i i released a couple albums but they were ceremony albums and then um, I had a feeling like it wanted to be more in the public light, but I didn't know how. It was like, it still wasn't cool. Right. You still, I mean, there weren't websites about it because they yeah. couldn't have advertisers. Right. It was still very illegal, of course. Yeah, it's um, coming out of the, the psychedelic closet, if you will, just being like, and there were, right. But there were no, like, okay, there were no festivals to play out like this. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. This wasn't anything. Right. And I didn't fit into any genre, so I, I honestly... I heard that calling, but I didn't know how to do it. Um, and the first people to pick it up was the yoga community. Mm -hmm. And I started getting bookings to play at yoga festivals. Got and it. And then through that, um, I started a wonderful community of fans in the yoga world, and they would invite me to play 
at their studios instead of because I couldn't get gigs at um, like venues. Right. So I played. I did tours of just playing studios. I wasn't doing. We weren't doing yoga, but I was like, "Can I use your space?" And we'll wow. do it. Oh. You know, I did that for a while, and then it it just slowly. You know, became. it's 15 years. I yeah, mean, it's yeah, been yeah. Very slow and organic. Totally. Yeah. But you were saying, like, okay, you never Yes, there are always moments where you're like, you look back and you're like, oh, that was a big moment. But yeah, it's yeah, never, yeah. it was never. It was a slow, <laughs> it was a slow, it was one foot in front of the other. It still on this. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, now yeah. it's, now um, there's more cultural alignment to what I've always been doing. I have not changed what, I'm, what I've been doing. Yeah, yeah. You were saying that those mushrooms album, like, you, you never play them again and you're not even sure what you're doing tonight. So you're saying, like, is this performance tonight is this improv are you going to be like a little bit of like the ram das album or a little bit right. of mushrooms like well we are at a psychedelic i festival. don't <laughs> i don't i don't know because i don't know what people are going to bring if if they come if if we're in the room and we're about to start and i can tell oh this is a place of a, a reverence where we're, our attention is here i'm just here to meet the moment i love that but but if it's i come here and it's like oh the vibe i can feel it's a little more festivaly not everyone's there's some conversations here. Sure. I can't, I can't, I so, I have to be so vulnerable yeah. to go into that space. It's, it's a co-creative experience. Mm-hmm. Like their attention on the now in this room is feeds me being like, then now let me meet, let me you. give back to you yeah. and create music that's very patient and, but also very deep and very vulnerable. It just shows it to like being a master artist to not have a set plan, to actually be able to be in that. And like, like you said, 15 years, it, it, it allows you to come into a well, space. Well, we could and switch gears. <laughs> <laughs> My point is like, I also have been in many situations where like, I've done everything, right? Years ago, I was in Amsterdam and it was like an underground party in a Soylent factory. And someone, you know, it'd be someone kid who was a fan, and, you know, I was scrappy and we we're like, let's do this. And I remember showing up and they were like, tropical house djs from like berlin or something playing and i was supposed to play after them and i set up my live stuff and i i was f- kind of freaked out and i had a set planned because mm-hmm. like i gotta be like the dj guy when i was trying to figure out like what do i who am i yeah okay, yeah and i started playing and everyone stopped dancing and just started like what is this you know like mm-hmm. it was so different yeah and they were very confused and i had to just like immediately throw out the plan and be like, the plan is not going to, it's yeah. definitely not yeah. going to work. I'm reading this room and we need a new plan. And I was like, I need to just lay down a four on the floor, big beat and improvise for an hour. And I did that and they were mesmerized. <laughs> I was really? Like, yeah. And they were like this close to me, like all of them. And I was just like. You're like, now I'm at, now I'm kind of a house DJ. It totally was. It <laughs> totally was. That. And I, that was not like what I w- was planning to do. But, you know, that's a way of meeting the moment. Totally. And, and that's also putting myself on the shelf a little bit and being yeah, like, well, yeah. what is, what? It's a fine line. I try to set myself up for as much success as possible. And like, I think my strengths are in that subtle space. And sure. so I've stopped. I try to avoid the gigs where I'm like, there are other people who can do that a lot better. Sure. <laughs> You're just going to play into it. I can and do, also a, what you I can do fine, to. but. There are people who can kill that. Yeah, like, yeah, let them yeah. do that. And I'll, you know, lean into... I, so over time, I've been leaning more into uh, the the more tender music. Yeah. Um, I like it to have tension and, and grit and all that. But, um, you know, you start to discover yeah. your voice over the years. I was going to ask just about when you are creating music and intentional music and beautiful music, music that is going for those subtle moments... 
for you, are you thinking about like what you want the audience to experience or are you really creating for yourself or are you, is there kind of a hope that, you know, like, especially some of those ceremonial uh, improvised journeys, like, are, are you thinking like, is this going to be a beautiful journey for you? Or are you like, this might get gritty. This might, yeah, this might poke absolutely. around in the shadow for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think they always should and do. It's always like it goes where it needs to go. Um, it's not, you know, you need the dark for the light yeah. and you need balance. And I think it's 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 hard to describe what the feeling's like because, um, you know, your humanity is, of course, present and I'm just there. But it's like meditation. You're you're kind of you kind of fall in and out of it. And I have you're a performer in the sense that you you want it to be like cool, like yeah. you, so. You're, you're. I'm actually just following my own excitement. Is the, right. the North okay, Star yeah, totally? And that's just like any artist. You're yeah. just sort of, like, and that's why I don't think it's that different than any music. I just have a particular like f interest. Yeah. So you're just following like I think this chord would be really cool right now. Oh man, it's it's bliss. It's following yeah. your bliss, and yeah. it's like oh now it needs to okay. Wow, that needs that's so thick and juicy. Let's yeah, just dive yeah, into yeah. that for like twenty minutes. It's totally it is totally that because I did my first five gram mushroom trip listening to that album, the the music for mushrooms album, and I gotta say like <laughs> how'd that go? Whew, you know it was uh it was a lot, and the truth is like I was kind of going and I look at that trip as like going into the shadows for myself. It was the first time in the dark. I was having a tougher time in my life, and because I've worked with psilocybin quite a bit, for me going into that mushroom trip was. I was holding a lot of fear in my life around just control, you know, trying to control the, and so with your music, I gotta say like, I really was on the journey and it was, it was poking around uh, d discomfort at times and then beauty and it was part of not wanting to escape. The, it was highlighting all of the same fears that I was holding and it was making sure that I paid attention to it in a very interesting way. And even when I saw you, I saw you in LA for the music is medicine, and it's there was still moments in chords. It's like beautiful, beautiful, and like a certain chord, and whether or not this could be woo woo, an energetic frequency in myself that gets like triggered, and I can feel myself being like, I suddenly will get have this discomfort, and I have to then go, okay, cat, what is that? Like it's it's me finding, and then I'll like discover something, and I find. Every time that I've listened to your music, I discover something new about myself. And I think that's the the beauty of your music. And it also, like, it there's a challenge. It's a, it, it challenges the, the listener. And I think that is so special and not easy to do. And obviously comes from someone who's been in the experience who can make sure that you're not on one note and making sure you're exploring all the layers and depths. It's a journey. Yeah. I think it, it just, it asks and it needs vulnerability on the yeah. listener. And it's sometimes people, they don't want to do that at that moment. And that's fine. Yeah. But I think in order to really experience its full scope and for it to guide you in the right way, you have to be willing totally. to be vulnerable. I mean, that's what's ceremonial about it is it's like, it's the invitation. You know, look, I always like, I'll like joke and I'll just put on like, I love disco house music, but I know that like, I'm not getting into like, that's for fun. All so right. It's just a you different know, flavor. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I was mean, like, all hey, ice cream is good. It's just I it totally. Flavors, and I yeah. look, I always say on trip on this, I'm like, look, I like it all. Like I, I cry and like to like have really deep 
inner journeys in, I also like to be with my friends and have fun and like just dance my face off. So, so what is uh, what's new for you this year? Do you have anything coming out? Do you have any new music that we should be on the lookout yeah. for? Uh, yeah, there's. I feel like I've never stopped touring, but there's some more touring dates happening okay. here and there, and they'll be including Europe again in November. So for our European friends and hopefully Australia, finally in the beginning of the new year in, mm -hmm. in February, if I'm fortunate enough. You know, of course, COVID was tough totally. for the music industry, still is. Yeah. Um, and I'm uh, finishing a new record, so awesome. that's exciting. And I'm working on a documentary that Very cool. I'm excited to release in 2023. And we, uh, we've got a platform we started called Journey Space that I, I co-founded. So Journey Space is journeyspace.com. It's a platform that focuses on ceremony. And the okay. two ways we do that are uh, a private music library for guiding. Great. And so right now it's just music that I'm making, but it's we'll bring in other artists in the future. And we also offer online facilitation. Okay. So we do groups or individuals. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And the music is designed to be used by individuals but or clinics is what we're really thinking. Like Because it's a big missing piece right now we're huge not, people are like not, they're either not thinking about it or like we don't know what to do <laughs> i get asked that question all the time so as somebody who's just like in a pocket like how do who do i listen to i'm always like yeah. recommending you mm -hmm. and like i was like well what's your vibe what are you looking for you want so what yes, medicine it's good. What yeah, yeah yeah so that journey space is about that yeah. very cool and then just to, to just to finish we were talking a little bit about music as medicine are you guys planning to can you say briefly what this is you coming together with john hopkins and superposition kind of high level what is that experience i mean really it's just fun collaboration because there aren't a lot of artists in the space intentionally writing mm -hmm. music for the psychedelic therapy or landscape so it was really there weren't many of us so yeah. we were like let's do some things together and Smart. uh numinous has been a great sponsor thus far and i would imagine we'll do some more things totally. together in the future I for hope so. for people listening it's it was it was three hours right kind of an immersive soundscape experience i think it was like four was, <laughs> it, was it four really, hours it was really long we were given yoga mats <laughs> eye shades it was in the round it was yeah. in a round we yeah. had like little lights and east forest played superposition john hopkins and it was all this ceremonial type music and it's powerful to get a group of people together listening. You felt like you were, I was on a psychedelic journey, truly. I mean, yeah. maybe some people were, but. Some people were, it, probably. I mean, and I, I've been doing ceremony concerts is what I call them for since 2018. And it's done in that way. Yeah. And so um, I'm really interested in ways we can break down the barriers of a typical performance yeah. and make it more of that kind of co-creative thing. My, my, I actually, sorry, you're just peeking out a question for me. When you yeah. are doing those ceremonial uh, concerts for groups, is it meeting your expectation of what you kind of expected people's reaction to be, or is it exceeding it? Like, what, do you, what is the, what are you seeing out there when you're performing? It's, it's a living organism. I mean, yeah. absolutely, there are events that exceed and surprise me, and and there are events that maybe I try not to have too many strong expectations yeah. because I, I want to just be open. You're only going to be disappointed if you had expectations or right. something. <laughs> so, right, right. Um, I mostly just want it to be gentle and powerful. Yeah, and, I love and gentle and powerful. Yeah, that's what absolutely. I want. So, and, you know, beautiful, of course, is my goal. I, I, I'm, I just like music that's achingly emotional, and I like experiences that go right to the center. I mean, and they do. What other game is there? That's it. That so, is the game. The game is I'm like, we the can journey talk about these in. other things, but I mean, wouldn't we really like to go to the center? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Uh, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for making the time sure. to come here. I know you got to do a sound check right now. You're going to come on and bring us all to the core. So thank you so much. I hope so. Thank you. Appreciate it. And for everyone, as always, trip on this.